Hello and welcome to uh, another edition of the podcast, We Like Movies. Thank you for joining us and listening in. My name is Juan, uh, here with Mark and Kevin, and we are ready to jump in uh, once again to discuss Kevin's pick, uh, The Sea Beast. Uh, a Netflix film released in 2022. This is an animated feature. Uh, quick synopsis about the movie. It is a, uh, a time in which there are um, great uh, sea creatures roaming the earth um, that cause great a great threat to uh, humanity um, and the uh principal weapon against uh, these monsters are uh, pirates um, who are, are beast hunters. Um, then uh, they meet this particular band of sea hunters who are the best, um, led by Captain Crow uh, and his right-hand man, Jacob Holland. Um they encounter a little girl with a heritage uh, of, uh, she's an orphan and her parents were sea hunters. Um, but then she discovers a secret about the monsters, which changes reality as they know it. I'll leave it at that and I will pass it on to Kevin uh, to tell us his thoughts on his pick. Bye. Well, thank you very much, Juan, for the handoff. Um, this episode might slightly lend into a critique of animation, but I'm going to try to do my best to stay focused on the Sea Beast because I, I do believe it deserves our attention. Um, I actually changed my pick this week at the last minute because one of my favorite artists had mentioned this movie and gave it a recommendation. So I checked out the trailer and I thought it was solid enough to warrant a, a viewing and a review, and I, I'm glad I did. This was a fun little adventure movie that seemed familiar, but also unique, uniquely its own. Like sort of like Moby Dick meets How to Train Your Dragon. It does a great job at world building, creating a mythology that seems true to their world, and it fleshes out some of the characters better than some live action movies we reviewed. Um, these characters seem to actually have lived in this world before we even joined in on this little adventure. The story, the story does trend to the slightly predictable side on some aspects, but they're done well enough for the most part. It's getting, like, I guess today it's getting so hard nowadays just to watch quality animation with a fun story without having to worry about what your children are seeing. And while this no means was a flawless movie, it was a fun movie that my kids have seen multiple times since we watched it. And it, they even quoted it this weekend while we were out on a boat. So to me, it's, it's a genuinely enjoyable adventure with heart that's better than most things that Disney or Pixar has put out recently that isn't named Encanto. And that's my thing. Oh yeah, good. oof, oof. Good, good shout out to Encanto. I love that movie, bro. I watch that movie every day. Um, yeah, really <laughs> well, with that being said, um, the Sea Beast um, had me in the first half, and then completely lost me. Um, I think it was way too long for uh, what it was, and. Um, I kind of feel like I got the rug pulled out from underneath me because it just I, I by the time it ended I didn't really care what was going on anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm with you there, man. Um, I would like to hear Kevin's thoughts on the animation because that is what he does. So I think this is a great time for him to share his knowledge um, of that particular skill. But uh, this was a god-awful movie. Um, I, I, I'm with you, man. I was there at the beginning. I do agree with Kevin about the world building. Um, the characters were, for the most part, very disappointing. Again, um, pretty two-dimensional where their motivation or even the changes that they underwent didn't really make sense. You didn't really have enough background. It was incredibly dull. Um, there was no music. There was no humor in it. It was just preachy at the end, and it was ridiculous. Like, this is not a movie that I would even enjoy as a, as a child. Like, this is not what animated movies used to be, you know, with, with this, uh, you know, highly moralistic little girl, you know, who's teaching, you know, she might as well have been Greta Thun- Thun- Thunberg, you know, like, it, it was so ridiculous. And I had a lot of hope for it, you know, it, because again, I think the premise at the beginning was really exciting about, you know, this world and the interaction with these monsters, the first monster the green one I thought was awesome. Then the most menacing one was this freaking little Pokemon. I mean, not little, but like this Pokemon looking thing that didn't look threatening at all. Like, and I guess maybe that's what they were going for. You know, don't judge a book by its cover or perception, you know, maybe different from reality, but it's like, you know, I don't need a lesson, you know, just entertain me. If you can entertain me and give me a lesson, that's great. But when you forget to entertain and it's all about this stupid lesson that you're trying to teach, like I'm 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 out, you know, and and you didn't do your primary job, which was to entertain in, in any way, shape or form. I completely agree with Mark. It was just too boring to even really attentively follow along after a certain point. It was just like I'm just waiting for this to end because it never got better. It only got worse and worse and worse. It started off on a high note. The first 10 minutes were great. That first battle, I was really excited because I thought we were going to watch them go on adventures Uh and fighting sea monsters. And I'm like, this is going to be really awesome. And just the way they did it, like, I really felt like – I felt like Holland was, he was like the Superman of, of, of sea hunters, you know? So like they, they built, I felt like they built him up like perfect. And then all of a sudden it was just like him babysitting. And yeah, I, I thought the first, the first monster looked really cool. And then we have red who's supposed to be the most menacing beast of all time and just ravage the sea for years. And then we see this, no 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 nose puppy dog face and i just go oh all right uh and then the, the kids got even weirder looking i'm just like oh okay um i, I it was i, I <laughs> they put all their budget into one sea monster <laughs> and then they had somebody come and do the rest on freaking i don't know man i mean paint. It, it, i mean and and this is where you know kevin's perspective will be very helpful because for me if you want to draw something menacing i mean i feel like <laughs> the first thing is like sharp edges sharp. <laughs> what are you gonna nub me to death <laughs> I mean, bro this guy was a plush toy 
I, I will say about what y'all said about the sea beast. It's supposed to be the fiercest one in the in the ocean, and that crab was beating the living daylights out of <laughs> until Jacob joined in. Dude, like I, that that's a creature. I'd be like, oh guys, come here, pull out your cameras. Look, it's it's coming by. Oh look, oh it's coming out of the water. Oh look, it's getting close to us. Like I wouldn't be threatened until it starts eating us. Going, oh wow, I was not expecting that at all. It just looks so adorable. Another th- the whole thing with the books was like weird, and all of a sudden yeah. this child discovers like, oh, everything we've ever been taught is false, and you know, like dude shut up yeah i get it you know they want us to look at the way we you know look at history and change the way i'm sorry change the way we look at history not you know everything that was in a book is i yeah i'm just like whatever i i'm <laughs> i don't i don't watch movies for for that kind of message and especially not a, a children's movie also to me the one that was even like a little bit worse than the preacher little girl was um like the first mate when she's like, "Oh, first mate, you're the most loyal person ever," and then all of a sudden she turns and like joins the little girl. I was like, "I, I don't understand what you said to make a change." Mm-hmm. Oh, right, that that part, I like, like you said, like for me, I, I thought the captain was decently done. I thought Jacob was decently done. I thought Maisie, the girl, like story wise, she had a she had a great beginning. Like her parents had died and all this other stuff. Yeah, and then you know, and I I, I do. Like I said, I thought the beginning was great, and I did think like story-wise, plotline. Um, I can see what they went for the for, for designing red the way they designed red. You know what I mean? Because you're saying, yeah, you you would look at it and like, oh, look, this is cute, but you see it coming, and you just, hey, let's run, and we're not going to spend time waiting to see if this this big monster is going to eat us or not. You know what I mean? And I guess yeah. overall, they they were trying to create a look. It's not as bad as as you as everyone thought it was. I think they were looking at it as this is easier to sell as a toy than anything else. <laughs> no, I think well, Kevin's. I think I agree more with Kevin, but I think like also there was no like I kept thinking that this red monster was like her parents reincarnated or something because there was no other explanation to why all of a sudden the monster and the girl were able to connect and or bond. The way that they did. Yeah. The first one who was nice to her. To her. <laughs> so, you know, I've heard Quentin Tarantino uh, describing the writing process and, and other writers, good, good ones, saying that, you know, first they develop the characters and for better, more or less, they allow the characters to tell them where the story's going or how the action unfolds. This is not that, you know, they, they spend no time on the characters. They just know where they need to end up. And so they write the story to be able to, you know, just, just uh, emphasize that message and, but just to get to where they need to go, which is some veiled, you know, again, moralistic, you know, message, you know, that, that you need to decipher. Is it about the environment? Is it about animals? Is it about the Bible or society? Like just something nebulous there, but you need to know that we are high and mighty and we're trying to teach you a lesson. So pay attention. (laughs) 
so ridiculous. No, I well, like, and that, that's why I don't like. I, I can't stand movies like that because it's movies are supposed to be enjoyable. I like. I don't. I don't want to hear your lesson. I don't want to hear your message. I just want to watch a movie. I can see that. And well, uh, yeah. No, again, it's it's a shame. Uh, for one, I I thought Carl Urban did a good job. Like I, for the most part, liked his character, and I thought he did a great job of sort of bringing that character to life with his you know vocal acting so i feel like you know they wasted him and again there were awesome elements man if this was like some epic adventure about them going out after the monsters and heroism <laughs> and, after the sea beast you know this or that like that that would have been that there were even the relationship with the girl you know when you have something like moana very recently you know that was also similar uh, a relationship between this you know almost superman like figure and and this you know vulnerable human girl like but i mean just miss the mark completely and 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 throw away any anything good that this movie had going for it at the beginning even i mean i will just say the uh, one part of the animation that is was impressive to me was, I mean, anytime you're doing something that takes place, you know, for the majority on the ocean, um, that is pretty impressive. Um, there was a really cool scene that I really liked towards the beginning where I think um, the, the something was lighting up the sky. I don't remember if it was a monster or a flare. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something with flares like was really cool looking, but um, outside of that, man, I, I I could not wait for this thing to end. Well, it's funny you mentioned Moana because uh, the director is actually the right was a writer for Moana. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did see them uh, flaunting that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at some point yeah uh, i like the um the scene where uh they they pulled out the new flagship and it was just uh-huh. going to town and all the explosions yeah. and um i mean that that little scene and just red plowing right through it um yeah that was a really nice visually appealing scene um but man i i can't tell you after after they uh get in touch with Maisie and 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 until they get to that island by themselves at Red, I don't remember what happened. Like I don't, I can't tell you what happened. I know they were going places and they got swallowed and they saw this and they I, they went over here. I don't remember at all. It was just mindless. I think my eyes glazed over. Yeah. And then I saw explosions with the ship. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah, I I might be a little tainted because like I guess the animation stuff that more stuff from like Disney Pixar has been very flat, so maybe yeah that boosted this up to me. Like you know, like what was it Luca and all those? I'm like I may have seen them once and they were all just whatever. So maybe I just had fun with this one. Um, no, you like know I, said, I think like, it is too, man. I think more for you, you get more enjoyment out of it when your girls get enjoyment out of it too. It's true because the other joy that <laughs> rang out. No, it's true. The other joy that rang out when when Blue returned. You know, he was missing and he returned. Yeah, those girls were great. It was insane in my in my room. I was like, like yeah, I'm like, all right. Yeah. So you're a little biased with your movie reviews because you you put a little dash of them in it too. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing no, wrong. Y'all, with that. y'all y'all get y'all get there. Y'all get there. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. 
See, I look at it as like, is this because I, I this movie wasn't for me clearly, and I kind of look at it as well. Am I going to show this to Apollos? And I mean, I feel like that's one of those things that I would just put on the background because there's certain scenes that he can catch and go, oh, that was cool, and then there's a lot of stuff he can miss. Um, so it's just. You know, that's Encanto, bro. He watches that and we're singing, we're dancing, like we're engaged the whole time. This was not an engaging movie and it doesn't need a flashy soundtrack. I mean, those first 10 minutes, I was hooked. Like that hook was deep in my cheek and I was, I was wiggling on the ground. I was ready to go. Uh, But then, yeah, they threw me back in the water and said, have fun, little buddy. And I just sat there going, what the hell just happened? I was ready to be dinner for somebody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they they didn't get you back with the rocket spear. (laughs) <laughs> no that was so dumb <laughs> uh and it's like the poison's gonna kill you Psych! <laughs> i was like oh man wow maybe this thing is gonna like you muster up his last ounce of strength to like save the girl and die a valiant death no yeah. just turned around and said deuces so it was it was so silly yeah like when you know Mark brought up when they unveiled, you know, like the Royal Navy ship, um, that kind of what I felt like a little callback to um, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. um, with the Commodore and stuff like that. So again, I was like, oh, is there going to be some kind of rivalry here, and is that going to be sort of the central conflict of the film? Um, not quite. So um, I did like. Uh, I I did think that the one song that they had, which was the sea shanty, at the end, um, at, at the end, and, <laughs> and at the beginning where they were at the at the first pub. Oh um, yeah, I wasn't listening like, to that. They had they had the same song yeah. then, like that. It was really good. Yeah, and I mean. You're talking about Apollos, you know, and maybe what he'll be watching as he gets older, you know, if it'll be something like this. I mean, it it definitely is a spectacle, I think, that kids um, will um, will, you know, enjoy viewing at some point. And especially, you know, like uh, if they like marine life or, you know, there's there's cool elements like, again, pirates and swashbuckling and, you know, swinging from the uh, the the top of the ship and the ropes and all this stuff. But, you know, it's it's so far removed from the movies that we grew up with that we loved because of you know, not only the story they told, but the elements that they had, including, you know, the songs and, you know, the animation, but also the, you know, the great characters and, and, you know, the, the conflict for those characters. And, you know, it's like, I don't see this as a movie that would hold up over time, you know, kids watch things over and over again, but I don't think, you know, like we still have fond, fond memories and and sentimental feelings towards Lion King or, um, you know, Aladdin stuff like that. I don't. I I mean, I can't speak for every child in the world who views this yes, movie. You can. But, but I mean, it's just it's just not the same, you know. And it's just yeah. it's just too preachy. It's too heavy handed with you know now movies need to be need to lay it on so thick or else they're almost not you know worthy you know it's like it's no longer an art form you know it's it's just an an ideology that it's just a vehicle for an ideology that needs to be presented 
Um, so, and even the great artists that probably did work on this, you know, it, it, it's a shame because it, again, it, it, it won't, it won't last, you know, and I'm sure other are, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's an argument also to be made again about where we are today with cinema and streaming and things releasing on small, on a small screen, as opposed to a big screen, you know, I'll let, I'll let Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino and all, all the big guns um, duke it out over that stuff. But um, certainly I think when, when you have so many movies coming out on these platforms, you know, and there's such an overabundance of options, it's like it's for me that also adds to the fact that like this this will be forgettable, you know, and it won't really make an impact on on anyone long term. Yeah, I re- I was really sad by the runtime. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I had to do a double take. I think I squinted and got really close to the screen. Like, are those numbers correct? And boy, it it it, it felt that way. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't. I guess kudos to your girls. I don't know how they stay in, stayed invested for so long. Um, Cause I mean, I, I feel like the best parts were just, they, they were spread out far, far, far away from each other. We got to remember like kids aren't looking for nuance. They, you know, they like the pretty colors. They like, I said, for the most part, what Juan said earlier, like the animation of the water and the ocean, like all that stuff was great. <clears throat> so that, so that just keeps them, you know, they're just, they're not looking for a nuance, you know, building they're happy that the little girl's having her moment at the end yeah. and yeah. why well, i do well, i do think it seems a little like it's a little heavy-handed like oh right this girl's like standing on top of this beast addressing everybody you know and she's making the change um like again it may be a little preachy but it's not again there's other stuff in other movies like other animations that like just like i said like that just present things to your children that they're not even telling you. I think there's a cartoon on Netflix that's coming out that doesn't even tell you that the main characters are transsexual. It's just a cartoon for kids, and and, and you and you Why? find out in the first episode that, there's a trans, that the main character is transsexual, and they bring it up. You know what I mean? It's, but it's ne- it's not on any of the trailers. It's not on any of the previews. Not mentioned at all. But hey, there you go. Um, and even Jurassic, the girls like Jurassic World can't Cretaceous. Because you know we're there to dinosaurs. We saw Dominion, and we were watching it. And I'm glad I was sitting there with them because all of a sudden, like these these two characters, these girls profess their feelings for each other, which is is one thing. And then they just start making out in this cartoon. Really? Oh yeah, just straight on. I'm like, okay, we're gonna turn this off because. I don't care if they're gay or straight. I, like, I, I wouldn't want to see a boy and a girl. Just I just don't understand why we need kids. to see it. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm talking about like they were open mouth. And they were like, oh, finally. I'm like, yeah. Like I had no idea. Like if I hadn't been there, my kids would just been watching stuff. And again, they don't watch a lot of movies because people are making out or whatever. I'm like, this doesn't need to be. And I, I think that's why I was trying to say like, it's going to talk like critique and anim- like state of animation today. But. It's just, I guess, to me, like the little girl, you know, being a little preachy and like, hey, you know, don't believe everything that people tell you. Check it out for yourself. It wasn't that bad of a message because I tell my girls that about everything that they learn at school and everything. I'm like, well, if they, if they, if you're learning something, you have to ask why. Let's find out. You know, even the stuff I teach them, like, don't just take it because I say it. Say, all right, daddy, why is this something? And, and yeah. we delve. So to me, that that wasn't a like that bad of a message, you know. 
a book's like, you know what? Hey, no, no, I, I didn't say it was bad. I just, no, I'm right. not saying I don't care for it. Like, yeah, exactly. like, yeah. But at least, like, for me, I always tell my girls that. So to, I guess that's why it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And again, with seeing this other stuff, um, and again, like, I try to get back to see these. Like, I, th- I thought animation wise, it was better than some stuff we've seen. Um, you know what I mean? And again, I guess because I've also seen, like, the bad guys this year, Minions 2, and even Sea Beast. Uh, uh, it's just better than most of the stuff that I've seen recently because we've seen some really bad like cartoons, animations, and I was like, "Girls, you can't watch this movie again." Not this one, but other ones. <laughs> you watch too many movies, man. Um, let me let me let me get to that. But what I was gonna say is that oh. um, it's not. Um, yeah, again, I, I don't even care about the message. It, it was the idea that they just use this as a vehicle to do that and and totally betrayed you know their first duty to the audience which is to entertain um so that you know is is the the main problem um and uh again i mean i would just uh encourage you to just embrace your cinematic snob you know and and just and be more selective you know because uh um you know I uh, I don't know what kind of movies um, uh, Ophelia is going to you know enjoy right now. You know she loves Coco Melon, which I actually think is really good. So I'm pleased with with that choice. Although I think Mark disagrees, but um, you know I I will you know when it comes to it, like I want to expose them to and i do i mean i do appreciate what you're saying about i and i agree it is a more wholesome certainly a a a vastly more wholesome message than you know in comparison to other stuff that's being released today so yeah definitely not gonna knock it for that and and i appreciate that but for me it's got to be that combined with you know a, a high standard for you know for just good you know good cinema like good storytelling like i want her to know like why what makes a good story you know like and to appreciate like the art form and especially like when you see it done well how that is so vastly better and different than most of the other crap that comes out but again like i said i do embrace my cinematic snob my musical snobbery a lot of that stuff um and i just encourage you guys to you know give give way to that to that side of of yourself you know allow it to take over and just embrace the snobbery he wants us to stop picking bad For the love of God, please, guys, stop picking terrible movies. No, there was no way of knowing with this. There, I don't blame Kevin for picking this. I actually um, appreciated that it was our first, um, you know, time delving into animation. You know, and, and again, it had such good elements. I, you know, when he said the pick, I wasn't necess- I wasn't excited about it, but I still enjoy it. You know the really good animated movies that are out there that I was like, Hey man, I, Oh, Encanto was spectacular. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Watch that right now. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it did not, it did not, um, Oh, you know, um, it 
it did not do anything for me. It was, you know, incredibly disappointing. So, yeah. not your fault, Kevin. No, no, no. Uh, now my retort. Um, <laughs> while I, 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 <laughs> I do notes. appreciate, I do appreciate your uh, your desire for us to embrace our snobbery, which which I do. I do think I have a movie snob, and that's where you know my Casablancas and my Rashomons and Citizen Kane's all exist. But like, I also just enjoy a movie. Just enjoy a movie. Like the girls, like they'll they'll watch a five hundred episode anime that's long that's long form storytelling, and they'll enjoy it, and they can break it down for you, like what happens. So like story wise, like I I do they watch a lot more long form stories that that keep their mind you know engaged and and have a lot of twists and turns. But I also do want to teach them like you know what sometimes you watch a movie it may not be the greatest but you like you know what. All right, I enjoyed it. Never watching that again. But that's it. Like, and and you and you let it go. You you just brush it off your little, you know, three piece suit, and you go back to the movies next week. And that's it. Or in one case, you cry yourself to sleep after trying to rub your eyes out from watching this terrible filth that he's been forced to watch. Life's too short, man. Life's too short. I'm gonna get a bumper sticker that says "Life's too short to make me watch a bad movie." Damn, man! Don't put it like that because you know me and time, bro. I hate, I hate losing time, and and if yeah, man, um, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, I just, uh, I'm not one of those people that you know. I have friends or I know people who, um, you know, they'll read maybe a book you know, about an opposing view, you know, in order to like learn more or whatever. Like, I guess I'm too judgmental for that. You know, like, I'm just like, I, I, I know enough about it. I don't need to read it because it's going to be garbage. Um, I, I would rather read stuff that, and, and I know many people that would, you know, disagree and say, you know, that's exactly what you shouldn't do. But um, I, I, and again, I mean, because because of, you know, who I am as as a Christian and the foundation of my life, you know, being what I know to be true, you know, that's what I judge, you know, a lot of that stuff off of. And I guess in in the in the, you know, to bring this over to like cinema, you know, I guess even shows, you know, you, you're you're going to get it wrong every now and then but for the most part i try to be discerning you know and 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 look at what people are saying about it you know or go off of you know who the actors are who the directors are you know have like this this repertoire of like different filters that i use to determine you know if something is ultimately you know wor- worthy of of the time that i'm going to invest into it even under the understanding that it might still disappoint me, but it it checked off enough boxes that there was a solid argument there for me to invest the time um, and, and sort of be okay with, with that failure, if that makes sense. So that's, that's kind of the way that normally, you know, outside of the podcast, I, 
I, you know, judge, you know, what movies I watch, which again, I, I get that that makes me, makes my perspective very limited and I should probably open up myself to more stuff, but it's like, just don't have the time, man. If I, if I could just sit around watching movies all, all day, sure. There's plenty, you know, one of my favorite activities is just scrolling through Netflix or Hulu and just seeing what's on there. And I'm like, Oh, that looks good. That looks good. And I might even add them to my queue, but but some that I'll just never watch because they never kind of maybe rise to the top of, of my priority list. I mean, at this point in my life, I'm, I'm only watching like one movie a week and you know? I wish it was a lot more than that. But, but when that's all you have, I just hope it can be, it, you can under, you can empathize a little bit for why I do try to be more selective. Although I do appreciate the podcast and, and uh, we've definitely, come across some gems that I never would have watched, you know, if you guys hadn't, uh, you know, dragged me uh, to do that. So it's a good experience, but it's just not one that I often um, allow myself to, uh, to, to take part in. You know, if you think about it the way you're speaking though, I mean, realistically a movie is taking up less time like a TV, TV show or, uh, or a book would. Yeah. The only knock against movies is you have to dedicate a large sum of time. A book you can break down to 30 minutes a day. A TV show, 32 an hour a day. But a movie, you have to commit. But, I mean, if you look at long term, movies are are, are, – they're more bang for your buck because you have a higher chance of consuming more good. Mm-hmm. Than more bad, and with a book, if you spend a full two weeks reading a bad book, you're pretty pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you come out of a two hour movie, you're like, "Man, that sucked." Let's go get a beer. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a quicker uh, the the sting. It, it doesn't hurt as much. Mm-hmm. But um, I think yeah. that's a that's a nice little argument, or yeah, a nice little argument right there. Um, yeah. Because I I would rather watch a bad movie than read a bad book. I mean I I know Kristen she's a she's an avid book reader, and I mean she's flat out giving up books halfway through when she lost yeah. a week. She's like ah I'm, I can't read this anymore. It's stupid. They're coming this dumb message, and I'm like oh, okay. No. And now she's got a book, and I'm just like oh sorry, yeah, it's not much bad luck. Uh, so I don't know. I, I I think that's why I stick to movies because they're they're little little pops of joy for me. And I, I really don't mind doing bad movies. And I actually actively look for bad movies um, because that also helps me appreciate the movies that I do like. And it kind of solidifies the things that I know I like and that mm. I seek that I know, okay, I, I, I go more towards good movies, of course, but um, I have no problem with the little dirty, guilty pleasure. Mm. Um, but, you know, that's just not something I seek because, you know, time is valuable. Yeah. So, um, I, that's how I approach movies. Um, that, that's that's usually my mindset. I'm I'm more of a free spirit. I'm I'm topless running through the field right now. But you see, Mark, this is why I want more people to listen to the podcast because if more people listen to the podcast, you know, then eventually you'll have you more know, people that say that our picks suck. No, but <laughs> you know. Some someday in in fanta in fantasy land, you know, this could be what we do full time, and then I could dedicate exactly. I could dedicate much more time to watching crappy movies. Yeah, you'd be way more willing to watch CB's two Rise of Blue. Yeah.
Yeah. Which, for the record, I thought blue was red's baby. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, it was kind of like, it, you know, obviously they don't look the same, so that's why it made me think otherwise. But the fact that they were going with single colored names, I was like, yeah, that's that's it's, it's kid, I guess, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, it's gonna be a little boy, a blue, a blue sea beast. Yeah, I didn't see blue's little nub, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, touch on. Wait, yeah, go ahead. Before you all right me, before you all right me. No, no, well, go ahead. Um, real quick. Um, no, but uh, on what you said, Juan, I'm like, it, there's no right way or wrong way to consume things. If if you like what you like, you like it. You know what I mean? I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're like, hey, I'm, no, I'm gonna stay in this lane. Stay in that lane. You know what I mean? If Mark, like I said, like Mark likes some movies that me and you aren't necessarily a, a fan of the genre, you like it, stay not. I think that's the beauty of movies. It's like it's such a like there's stuff we can watch, like me and you can watch, and we're like, oh, we hate this. Mark loves it, and vice versa. And, and we've done it on this podcast. I think that's what the beauty of movies are about. Like I only watch like one or two. I watch the podcast movie and I try to watch a movie like with the girls like once a week, whether it's a, an old throwback or something new. So, like, I do just enjoy that time, and I guess I enjoy just enjoy cinema just for what it is. Like, whether I throw it on the background or just have it, it's just it's just a familiar old friend. Like, even if it's something new, and like, again, something that's not the greatest. Like, even like other movies we reviewed, you're like, you know what? I, I spent my time doing it. It, it. I enjoy movies. I know I didn't like that one, and again, it's it's not nothing that sticks with you forever if it's bad. Yeah, you know what I mean, and. You know, and you you stay you if that's what you want to do, Juan. And if Mark wants to do it, you say you talk with that field running. I, I have to correct your statement, bro. There are right and wrong ways of consuming things. Mm-hmm. If I tell you that I like having grass fed beef served to me at my anus, that's that's mm-hmm. I mean that's that's a wrong way to consume. Mm-hmm. But but to me, there's like, no buts. Wanted... There's no buts. No, no, but there's literally a butt. You said anus, so there's literally a butt. But. <laughs> No, like I said, if that's what you want, I'm like, man, go be, go be wrong over there, buddy. If that's what you, know you want, mean? I'll hold your but, hair back while you it, slide it, that patty no. up your anal cavity. No, it's not going to happen in my household, but there you go. <laughs> no, we're you in my house. Mean? Oh, well, then when, I'm leaving your when house. When I invite people over, they help me consume grass-fed beef. Then, then I guess I won't be going over. <laughs> All right, we're getting off the rails. It is, okay. it is a healthier route, though, the grass-fed. But uh, and, and you absorb it better. It slides easier. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, all right. I um <laughs> say we go to the ratings. Kevin, you have the uh, honor of going first. Do I now? All right. Um. All right. I would say. Um. You know what? You lived a great life and you die a great death. And I thought this movie was a two. Like it was, oh, I forgot you didn't break down our, our poll, but that's the middle of the road. It's, you know, watch it. Nothing great. Like you, my kids rewatched it. I haven't watched it again, but my kids rewatched it. I thought it was beautifully. I also thought it was beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking he's go- he was going to say animated. Well, um, I think he's trying to figure out what the next word actually is. <laughs> he's really thinking it's really, He's really trying to muster up some BS yeah. review here. Yeah, uh, so I'll, I'll jump up. in. I'll jump in. Choked <laughs> <laughs> up thinking about this review. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and take over. So if this was a short 10-minute film, 
three little Jerry's. But unfortunately, there was a runtime that included another 190 minutes. Um, that's probably bad math on my part, but it was a long time. And as the movie progressed, I just started offering more little Jerry's to the slaughter. And by the end of it, since I will follow the reviews, there was only one little Jerry left. Uh, I don't plan on watching this again. Um, I don't even plan on showing it to my son. Not because of a message or anything like that. Um, I just didn't think it was a good movie. Um, It started off great. If this was, you know, swashbuckling the seas. Um, I mean that this this could have been like Treasure Planet 2.0. Like I mean yeah. those, those first were really good, um, yeah. but then it just got lost and it it started world building for this you know inevitable message and it's just it, it wasn't enjoyable anymore. So yeah, yeah, that's one little Jerry for me. Yeah, well, I appreciate your uh, dedication to sticking with the ratings format that we have uh, agreed <laughs> upon. Um, I will not. Um, <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, I gave Steven Spielberg's West Side Story a zero. Yeah. Um, I was I was very tempted to do the oh. same for this one, although oh. although I do agree with Kevin. I mean, I would much prefer you watch this than some of the other yeah, other stories, other stuff, West Side Story, yeah. and and other stuff <laughs> that's out there, including Lightyear and and whatnot. So. Um, for that, I'll give it a 0. 0.5. Oh, okay. 0. 0.5 Little Jerry's. Do not watch this, but uh, if you do force yourself or someone else to watch this, um, at least it's pretty wholesome. Yeah, bring a small bag of popcorn because you'll <laughs> you'll 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 be glad you had it for the first half, and then like you'll just be twiddling your thumbs by the end. I think. I mean, I I think it's safe to say that Kevin was going to say a two. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said so. Too. I mean, yeah. obviously, with technical difficulties, uh, I don't know how long he's going to be. Um, and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to keep people on just waiting for him. No, nah. frankly, he had the best reviews, so I guess yeah, you got most of it. And then yeah. we we came behind and just roasted it. So I was going to say, you said uh, bring some a small bag of popcorn. I was going to say bring some grass fed beef. <laughs> And start consuming it halfway <laughs> through. That's more yeah. enjoyable than finishing this movie. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. Well, we started off as three. We ended up sliding patties up our anus. We're, we ended up uh, with just the two of us. But uh, hey, that's the way that it was meant to be. Um, signing off. My name is Juan. Um, and uh, Mark. Yeah. Peace. Love you.